Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, brought to you by K to Z Window Coverings. You'll hear from them in just a minute. Trey Blossman and I are going to have some takes today on the New Orleans Saints, the quarterback situation, and the whole Saints picture for you. Then we'll talk some LSU Tigers football. Lots of good stuff for you on this episode of Sports Takes. Major announcement coming from Talking Sports with TK next week, especially if you like to gamble on sports. Been working on something for quite a while. You'll learn about it next week. So like and favorite this podcast. You know the drill there. And do share it with all of your friends. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. You won't miss the announcement if you do that. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channel, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. And if you're one of those people on TikTok, I am the oldest dude on TikTok. Check out Talking Sports with TK. All right, we're going to hear a message from our friends at K to Z window coverings, and then we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. It's all a part of Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. K to Z window coverings. Looking for blinds, shades, plantation shutters, or draperies? Then call now for your free in-home consultation. 791-1220. Brandon Barton and his team have over 20 years of experience in window treatments and can get you exactly what you're looking for. K2Z offers free estimates anywhere in Baton Rouge and the surrounding area. And installation of our products is always free. Call 791-1220 or k2zblinds.com. K2Z window coverings. Continue with Talking Sports with TK. As I mentioned, this episode is Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. And we're going to talk some New Orleans Saints and some LSU Tigers football as we approach the end of August. Actually, some college games this weekend, as we mentioned. So we're going to have some good, hard, strong takes for you. As always, we ask you to to share this podcast with all of your friends. We have a lot of fun doing it. We appreciate everybody that does listen. Trey Blossman, hello. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Tommy. Doing fine. Yeah, we're all hanging in there. As, uh, I mean, football's basically on. It's a lot of high school jamboree action this week throughout the state of Louisiana, uh, where you and I are both located. Uh, there are a list of college football games uh, this Saturday, including UCLA, who would be LSU's opponent the following Saturday on September 4. But, Trey, we're going to start with the New Orleans Saints, who played in the Caesars Superdome this past Monday night. And, uh, of course, all eyes on the quarterback situation. And uh, Jameis Winston looks to have passed the test, although we've not heard an official announcement from Sean Payton yet. Trey, your take on the New Orleans Saints and the quarterback position. I think, first of all, we're strong at the quarterback position. Regardless of which of those two guys starts, I don't think this team's going to miss Drew Brees one bit. And I know that's a strong comment, and a lot of people say, man, that guy's crazy. But for the past two years, and you and I have talked about this, there are aspects of what Sean Payton would like to do with his offense that they could not do with Drew Brees. Remember, they put in Taysom Hill to throw the ball long one time. You know, the only problem with that is, you start doing things like that, and they know what's up because Taysom Hill's in, he's either going to run it or he's going to throw it long because if it was a short pass play, Drew Brees would stay in. So 
as great as he was for New Orleans, as good a citizen he was, as fabulous a football player he was, I, I don't think the Saints, when all is said and done in 2021, as we wind down the season in December, that the Saints will have missed Drew Brees. They certainly won't miss what was out there the last two years now. You know, previous, I mean, the guy, you know, years he was, you know, Hall of Fame numbers. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. We, we can only and, measure him against the last couple of years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Jameis Winston, we all know, you know, the story there, the interceptions and the touchdowns in Tampa. And, you know, all indications are that he's been a good guy in the locker room, good guy in the meeting room. Uh, showing up first one out on a practice field, last one to leave. And based, and I was asked this question last week on Sports Shorts Daily, the videos I do with Ronnie Rance, uh, Facebook Live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m., who I thought would be the quarterback. And this was prior to the Jacksonville game. And I said, in my mind, it's got to be Jameis Winston because you got to hope you get the good Jameis Winston. Plus, Taysom Hill can do other things for you. He can be the H-back. He can run the ball. He can throw it if he has to. He can run down on special teams. Winston's quarterback only. He's not going to line up as an H-back. He's not going to get in a shotgun and run it off tackle or, or whatever on a third and one. So I said it then, and then when I saw what transpired in the Dome the other night against Jacksonville, and they're not going to win but four or five games. I get that. But I think he should be the quarterback. We just got to wait to see what – because it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Sean Payton thinks. Well, look, Tommy, 16 out of 22, 219 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. The first touchdown to Callaway, a play with which Callaway was interfered, flag was thrown. Callaway still came up with the ball. That was a great throw. It was a great catch. By the way, Marcus Cal- Marquez Callaway – he, he looks like a star, Tommy. He doesn't just look like, oh, man, he's progressing. That guy's a star. That's a guy that's going to make you forget about Michael Thomas, who personally I think the Saints should trade. I, I think they need to get rid of him. Uh, I don't understand how in the world he can pay, not pay, play and be paid after deciding on his own to delay surgery that left him unready to play for the season. I think that shows a total disinterest in his team and teammates. Uh, I always loved him as a receiver. Didn't really know enough about him as a person to have much of an opinion. But I I think what he did to his team is inexcusable. And I I would try and find a team who's maybe their number one receiver got hurt during preseason. Somebody who really needs a receiver, even if they can wait two or three months to get them healthy. Uh, if we could get a first-round pick for Michael Thomas, I would trade him tomorrow. And part of that is little Jordan Humphreys, who's he's not little. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely not a little guy. He looks like he belongs in the league. Coming out of Texas, I thought he was a player. He, he looked real good in college. And, you know, some guys, it takes them a couple of seasons. Some guys are good right out of the bat. This guy's rounding into form here when, what, year three, uh, he looks like he can play. The Saints have receivers. Uh, a month ago, we were worried uh, who's going to play for receivers. I think the Saints receivers look good. I think the running back depth looks very, very good, possibly the best running back depth in the league at this point. So th- things are looking good offensively for the Saints in year one after Breeze. Let's call this 1AB. 
<laughs> well, you know, and it is preseason football. And as we mentioned, they'll play the Cardinals this Saturday in a dome. And that game's going to matter to the last five or six guys trying to make the roster. You know, and the coaches have plenty of objectives they want to get out of preseason football. But it has to be taken with a grain of salt. And, Trey, you and I have both been around a while. To our younger listeners out there, there used to be six preseason games six so imagine how you finally went from four to three and Saturday's still going to be awful football in the big picture most of those guys will be unemployed come Tuesday or certainly not on an NFL roster but you know it is what it is but I've seen a lot of things what you haven't mentioned yet that has been very impressive to me is the defense they got some guys that flat out fly around out there and get after it and and speed is it. And, you know, defense, you got to have in the NFL. The old saying, defense wins championships. Well, now defense still wins championships, but it's holding people to under 30 while you score 30 or more. It's not, you know, the, the days of 14 to 10 and 17 to 14. It may happen, but that's going to be few and far between. Now it's like almost like arena football. You got to get a couple of stops and then get a couple of scores ahead and you end up winning the game. Also, people need to remember 17 games on the regular season scheduled this year. Now that they shrunk the preseason to three, there'll be two weeks between the Cardinal game and the real first game on Sunday, September 12th, when they host the Green Bay Packers. But next Tuesday, August 31st, they must be down to the 53-man roster. All teams, not just the Saints, all 32 teams have to be at 53 players by next Tuesday. So I think we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about the Saints against the Cardinals Saturday night in the Superdome, and then we'll find out the 53, and then they'll have uh, you know almost two weeks to get ready for the Packers, and, and then it'll be they'll, they'll start counting the wins and losses for real then. I'm a little more encouraged about the Saints now than I was three weeks ago. I, I, uh, I've had a good feeling about this team for a while. I love the defense, and I didn't mean to not mention the defense. I think I talked about them in the last podcast. Defense looks great. They're getting to the passer. They're getting to the passer without sending a whole lot of extra heat. You know, they're rushing forward and getting to the passer. When you can do that, your team is really dangerous. You mentioned the six preseason games, Tommy. Let's go way, way back. If there had only been three preseason games when Danny Abramowitz came out of Xavier University, would he have made the Saints team? Well, you could probably make a long list of guys in that same boat that really, you know, and one of the reasons for six preseason games was guys didn't stay in shape year-round. They used camp and preseason to get in shape. Look, they didn't get paid to stay in shape year-round. A lot of those guys had jobs in the offseason. I remember, and we've talked about this, Rene Prudhomme, Played for the Saints on the offensive line. He worked for my family's bank when it wasn't football season. Right. I know many of them sold real estate, insurance, automobiles, whatever it might have been uh, back in the day. But no, so you're right about, about all that. But hey, I'm a little more encouraged about the Saints right now than I was, like I said, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you got to kind of defer to Sean Payton. His track record speaks for itself. Mickey Loomis in the front office, you know, and then the question will be, can they win the football game, you know, when the lights are on and they start counting the wins and losses? So it's going to be curious 
to see how that goes. Uh, we remind you, you're listening to Sports Takes, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. We do have a major announcement coming up for you next week, especially if you like to bet on football. We'll tell you all about that on all the podcasts and all the sm- social media next week. And today's Sports Takes podcast brought to you by K2Z Window Coverings. Go to k2zblinds.com. Those guys really know what they're doing. Trey, let's shift gears. The LSU Tigers uh, had a scrimmage last week. Nussmeyer looked pretty good. Uh, threw some more balls than uh, Brennan, than, um, excuse me, Johnson did. And it was ones versus ones, twos versus twos. Everybody's saying, look at, look, look at Nussmeyer's numbers. Well, that was against the second team defense. But uh, still looking for some running back stuff. I think the defense from LSU is going to be the strong point, especially early in the season, so the offense can smooth a few things out. They will have a mock game this Saturday, pretending like as if they're playing UCLA. Ironically, UCLA plays Saturday afternoon at home against Hawaii. By the way, they're a 17-and-a-half-point favorite in that one over under 68-and-a-half. So LSU, I mean, you know, because they're going to be flying that next Thursday out to L.A., uh, to have the extra day to get ready for what will be a, a Louisiana time 7.30 kickoff on Saturday night, September 4, and the Bruins will have a game under their belt. And I'm curious to see how they do in Hawaii. Uh, I, I would take Hawaii in the 17.5 points. I'll just throw that out there. And we're all going to have Trey Blossman's picks as we go forward as a part of, part of the podcast like we've done for many years. But, Trey, your thoughts on the LSU Tigers? I agree that the defense is going to be – very, very good. I would use the word killer. I'll tell you who I think is going to have an absolute monster year, and he's not the only one, but this is somebody I'm expecting to be all SEC pushing for first team All American, and that's Allie Gay. I think well, you know, the, physically, the, the, he looks like Daniil Hunter uh, in that mold. Uh, we know what Hunter's done for the Minnesota Vikings. Gay physically is just a beast, and uh, a year plus into this system, I'm expecting huge things from him. You, you've you been big on him since he first hit the field, and when the uh, coaches all-SEC preseason team was announced uh, earlier this week, or I guess well, last week, late last week, whenever it was, I guess it was earlier this week, he's listed as a second team, and the coaches know how good he is on the football field. He's going to play on Sundays for a long time, as they say. Uh, but, you know, uh, so, I, you know, I'm I'm feeling okay about this LSU football team. If they get by UCLA, should be 4-0 by the time Auburn comes to Baton Rouge on October 2. You know, that that's just a projection. Uh, it, it could be right, could be wrong. But uh, they, they got to get the, the running back thing is going to be by committee at first, unless Davis Price or Emory can step up. Some of the freshmen, Goodwin and Kiner, have looked very good at practice. And I, I think the defense is going to be a lot. It can't be worse than last year's defense. But I think they're going to be significantly improved. Uh, absolutely significantly improved. The running back will work itself out. There's talent there. Uh, I'm not worried about that position. Unless we yeah, had two, I, two or three injuries out for the year might make me worry about it. But there's talent there. Somebody will rise to the top. If it's not one of the veterans, it might be one or both of the freshmen. They're referring to the freshmen as thunder and lightning. We hadn't had thunder and lightning around <laughs> here since the Saints had Muncie and Galbraith. If these guys turn out to be anything like Muncie and Galbraith, LSU's going to be pretty good at running back for the next three years. 
Yeah, be be very very good. So uh, again, if you're a Tiger fan, you know, take a peek at UCLA this weekend. Uh, they're expected to beat Hawaii. Many don't think they'll cover the spread of 17 and a half, including me. I'll just throw that little nugget out there to everybody. Our picks won't start until next week. And Anthony Gallo will also be doing picks, just like Anthony, Trey, and I have done. for. We did it for years on radio. Now we've done it for this. I guess it'll be our third year doing it, the podcast version, since there's like 8 million podcasts out there. And we're just happy to be one of those. Uh, one of the spot LSU is really going to be good in it. Uh, Peyton Todd has been doing a great job punting the football. You know, Von Rosenberg did a great job for LSU. And they got an All-American in Cade York kicking the field goals, who, you know, hit the, the long field goal to beat Florida in the swamp last year. Uh, he's an All-American every uh, way you look. So you would have to think that uh, he is going to be, uh, could be, you know, that field goal that you need to win or to tie a game could be big. And he did hit a 54-yarder in the scrimmage last week. Well, Tommy, the field goal to beat Florida last year will forever live in infamy and LSU lore. I think it's the biggest moments that I've witnessed as a Tiger fan. And I wasn't around for the Tommy, I mean, the Billy Cannon run. I was in my mother's womb. She was (laughs) pregnant with me at the time when that happened. Uh, I was born a couple of months later. about seven weeks after that, but I was there for the Burt Jones pass to the corner of the end zone, the famous one second left on the clock against Ole Miss. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade when that happened. Uh, I, I remember the earthquake game. I remember Troy Twilley intercepting a pass in the end zone, which also happened to be against Auburn. We've had a couple of great victories over Auburn. Uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of great moments in LSU football, and I'm hoping there's going to be many more to come, Tommy. And one, a couple of little quick scheduling notes as we wrap this up. Uh, it was announced that they will open the 2024 football season in Las Vegas against Southern Cal, uh, one of those kickoff classic games, $5 million guarantee to LSU. And then, of course, uh, they'll, that two weeks after that, They'll play UCLA in Baton Rouge. So if the Pac-12 is still in existence in 2024, uh, we're going to have a little look-see there uh, with the Tigers and the Trojans and the Brewers. All right, Trey Blossman, any comments as we wrap this one up? No, Tommy, just looking ahead. Real football this weekend. It's not a big schedule. You mentioned you like Hawaii plus the points. Uh, I, I would take it a step further. I would tease Hawaii. I would take the extra six points. I'd even buy a point on that teaser to get plus 24 and a half. Uh, Hawaii has a quarterback that's returning. It's really good. He's one of these Hawaiian kids who can sling it around. He can run a little bit. Not only did he obviously lead the team in passing last year, he, he led the team in rushing. So look out for Hawaii and their quarterback as they keep it close against UCLA. All right, we remind you, next week we will have some college football picks with Trey Blossman. 
He'll have NFL picks the following week. We'll have Anthony Gallo's college picks and a huge announcement coming for all of you, the, of you who like to wager on football. And uh, we've we're keep, been keeping it under the hat for a while, but uh, next week we're going to let that fly. So like and follow and share uh, this podcast. Share it with all your friends and, and connect with us on social media so you'll know what's going on. Trey Blossman, you have a very good afternoon. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.